Shabbos Daf Samach Beis. We'll start from twelve lines from the top on the Mishnah. However, let's go back for a moment because we didn't speak about why you can't wear armor on Shabbos, and it basically because it looks like you're going out to war. Question about Muhammad's Mitzvah, etc. But that is the Pashup Shat. If not wartime, it's also Daima Kemaso. He's up to Mishnah. A woman can't go out with a sewing needle on Shabbos, even though all the Mishnahis up until now were saying things that are drabbanon. Here we're going to talk about a problem of Hitzah Deraisa, and not with a ring that has a signet on, on it, because it's not normal for a woman to wear such a thing. They weren't in business, and therefore they weren't in the standard of stamping letters and sealing letters. We'll see what that is in the Gemara. If she does go out with this, like we said, by these two things, we'll see that it's considered tachshit, and that's why it's going to be pato aval also, because you might take it off and show it to someone in the street. And the opposite of woman would be by a man, for example, we just said by a woman, a tabash yeshel chaisam is midiraisa shinala gaiwada. However, tabash yeshel chaisam, it's only midrabana, like we saw the Mishnah early in the parak. However, by ish, it's exactly the opposite. By a tabash yeshel chaisam, there's no isidraisa, but tabash yeshel chaisam, that's not normal for a man to wear, and therefore it would be a chiv chatis, like Rabbi Tam points out. Rabbi Tam is a little bit, what's Rabbi Tam saying? That chiv chatis kai, he's just pointing out that by a man, there wouldn't be this idea of shema that'll take it off and show it to someone that's not normal for. A man to do, and then we don't make that zero by man, only by woman. It's based on a Tysis early in the parak on your Alpha Mabes, like the Gilanash Kirega points out on the side. Almakasava Ula, the Gemara says that you see from this that Ula holds that it isn't automatically or necessarily fit for an ish as a tachshit just because it's chazi for a woman. And the opposite is also correct that just because it's chazi for an ish, it's not necessarily going to be a tachshit for an isha. Most Rabbeisah, Rabbeisah asked the following question, that we see that not necessarily you need something to be for everyone in order to be considered tachshit, because we know that a shepherd could go out on Shabbos with a sack, and he could go out into the field because that's standard for a shepherd to wear to protect him from, el- from elements. It was almost like a raincoat. We didn't only say this by a shepherd. We said it by any person who could go out like that on Shabbos. It was normal for a roi to do it. I said, since it's normal for a roi to do it, so therefore, for all types of people, you're allowed to wear such a raincoat on Shabbos. So you see from here that when something's roi for one person, potentially it could be roi for everyone. So here also, why do we say that something that's roi for an ish is not ready for Isha, something that's ready for Isha is not ready for Isha. It should be, um, we should say everything is going to be the same. Yeah, by Royim, it's males. Therefore, if some males or many males that are Royim would go out like that, therefore it would apply to all males. However, by women, they're considered like one nation, they're considered one category by themselves, and therefore women things are for women, and for men, it's going to be based on men. So, if someone finds multiple pairs that fill in the street, you can bring them in one pair at a time by wearing them. So what you do is, either a man or a woman could take the film, put it on like they would wear it during the week, like Shalyad or Shalraish, put them on and take one at a time. Why? Because even though generally we wouldn't let this happen, because you're not really, no matter what, we don't wear sha- on sh- tefillin on Shabbos, but it be- because it's sitting, but the Gemara says, if you say women are not like men and they're a separate category, 
tefillin is a mitzvah as man grama, the chom mitzvah as man grama, nashim tours, and any mitzvah as man grama, nashim tours, and therefore during the week women don't wear tefillin, it's not normal for them to wear. So how can you now bring it in on Shabbos this way? There should be us to take it even because of Bezayim. Tyson, the last Tyson, the Amin says, Purish, Dami, Masoi, and therefore blessed should be us. So Tyson asks, in since it's not normal for them to wear it this way, it should be considered in a fashion that's klachiyad, and therefore it should be mutter because of bizarre films. Only Rabbanon. Since if they take it and pick it up in their hands and they bring it in, that would be a real haitzah without shinoi. We wouldn't be matter because of bizarre. But the Gemara answers, awesome over there in the case of Machlis and Zuzuk. That's not a question on Ula. That's going to be the shita that it's a mitzvah say shaloyas man grab and actually nashim achayavus. It's going because of Ramei. It's going to be the shita Ramei that lila is man tefillin. First of all, that night is this man tefillin. The Shabbos and also Shabbos is man tefillin. That's the basis of it being coming. A mitzvah say shaloyas man grab if lila loves man tefillin or Shabbos and yadu loves man tefillin. But over here, since we're going like Ramei, therefore have a mitzvah say shaloyas man grab and chomus say shaloyas man grab nashim achayavus. And therefore, in this case, we let men or women take it off. But any time you feel man da ama that it's a mitzvah say shaloyas man grab. Women will not be able to be machnis in zug zug. The Gemara continues, but it's all klachiyad. We just said by tabas she yesh olachaychaisim by a woman, it's considered a haitzah. But l'chayr, it's klachiyadi. Since she doesn't normally wear such a ring, and women don't wear rings because they're not in business, therefore when they do wear it, that's not normal for them to do, and that should be a shinui. It's klachiyadi. It should be only drabbanan. So why do we say it on Mishnah? We happen to talk about this woman happens to be a gizbar. She's someone that's a money changer, someone that's involved in business, and therefore she is someone that does stamp letters, and that's normal for her to wear it. However, Rashi points out that, of course, even though that she does wear it, that's, that becomes derech It becomes her way of haitzah, and therefore she's chayv on Shabbos. However, it's still not a tachshit, like Rashi says, when you tachshit will have a day, because that's still not a normal for the class of women, only by men. The Gemara asks, Amarava, Rabbi asks a question, Turat's Isha, that's very good by a woman, you can say she was a Gizbaras, but Ishmael Lemein, we said that a man can't go out with a Tabas, and we said that's going to be a Chiyu Chatos, it's Turaisa, but for the man to wear a regular ring without a sickness, that's not normal, and therefore that's Klachiyat, it's only Drabbaran. Elam Rabbi gives a different reason. The reason because a man may give his wife his Tabas, to put it in a safe, to Put it in the box, and she'll place it on her hand, not in her hand, but on her hand, on her finger, in order to bring it here. And therefore, that's normal for her to do during that time, in order that she doesn't lose it on the way to the safe. And therefore, that becomes that's not her klachi. Yeah, that's normal to way. The same thing by a man. She gives to her husband her ring to put into a safe, or to take it to a craftsman with socket to fix it. And he places it on his finger or on his hand. In order to be a lumen until he gets to the Uman, and therefore it's not Klachayat. What are these things? My Kulya, Amrav, Rav says, Machvanta, this is a brooch, or some say a headband, that it is considered a um, a masoi because it's not usual for.
for women to wear this. Now, this brooch is brought down in Rashi that it's used to close her blouse or her shirt. Kavelis, what's a Kavelis? It was some sort of a spice pendant or some sort of a pouch that was made out of gold or silver and therefore was a Tachshit, but it was made in order for her to smell better. They put in some sort of a oils to make her smell better. It was for a fragrance. It's this pouch or this pendant that they used to put some spices for fragrance. So, Tarnabonon, let's say, Kavelis, we learned in the Brai. So, you now go out with this Kavelis, so if you go out, you have Chatas, like Ramea said in Amishnah, to Ramea. Like we said in Amishnah, let's say, that if she does go out, he should part of also. Rabbi Lazar, this is a new Shita we didn't have before. He says, you even go out with this pendant. To make her smell better, live chachila. So, what's machlekes between these three mandarim? Rameya, so Rameya holds masuhi that since it's not normal for Rav Nashim to wear them, because mo- most women don't have this situation where they have a bad odor and therefore they have to use it, therefore it's a masuhi. Rabban and Savi know, it's still a tachshid, it's a beautiful thing, they made out of gold and silver. Vidil Meshalfa, or Machva Vaslusi, and therefore you have the regular standard zera of jewelry that if you go outside, someone may, you may see your friend, you might take it off and show it to her. Rabban and Savi know, yeah, of course it's a tashit. It's made, it's a beautiful thing. But still, we don't have the xeri hand. That's why it's a mutlachachil. Because man who is a person that generally wears this around the neck in order to have fragrance? Isha, shereichara, only a woman that she has a bad odor. Isha, shereichara, leshavah machva. She's not going to go show it to a friend because then she's showing that she has this, this condition where she has this bad smell. Therefore, there was no reason for this xeri. And that's why it's mutlachachil. Frech Gemara, you deserve, Leza says it's muta. By the time we have another bride, Leza Paita, Bekevels, Utsukhisho Plaitin. That Rebbe says that's pata and not muta, but pata of also to wear this flask or the spice pendant of kavelis or tzlikshul plaitin, which we had in the Mishnah also, which is sometimes a flask also of reach tayv of oil of balsam oil that was used to ward off a bad smell. Mar says lakasha haki adramea that the brisa where he says pata he's going as contrasting himself. Compared to what Ramea said, that he said that it's also and it's Adraisa, he just said Pata. But Haki Kayad Rabbanan, Abraisa is when he's going on Rabbanan, so then he's trying to make a differential between him and Rabbanan. He's saying not that it's Pata, of course, he's saying it's even more so, it's Muta. So Gemara like, says like this, Kikayat Rameya, when he's going to Rameya, Dama Chayiv Chathas, Amalei Patagul. But then he says, just so you know, not Chayiv Chathas, he actually Patagul from Chathas, because it's not the Raisa. Of course, he would even own more than that, he holds it's even Muta to use. But Kikayat Rabbanon, in our Raisa, where it's going to Rabbanon, where there was Rameya and Rabbanon and Rabbalazo, that Rabbanon said Patagul also, Amiyu, Mutalachil, he says to Rabbanon to distinguish himself and differentiate himself from Rabbanon, he said that it's Muta. Gemara continues on Samach Bezum, Bezum, my Rameya, where is this Raisa where he's only going Ramea and the Chachamar, and in it, the time we have a bracelet. A woman can't go out with a key, not in her hand, but it's even tied on her hand, like a ring or like a bracelet, that would also be also, that's the Chiddush. But if she does go out, it's actually, it's a Dreisel, and it's considered a Masui. So says Ramea. Rableza, Paita, Bekevelis, Ubusuchel, Paitan. Rableza over here says that you Pata, not Muta, but he says Pata by this pouch or this flask of. Balsam oil. So the Gemara says, Kavels, Mandachashmei. What is Rabbi talking about over here? He talks about Kavels. So all Rameya says was about a Mavtech, about a key. The Gemara says, Chasur Mechaz Therefore, we have to explain this price as follows. Bechem Bekavels, Bechem Tzulchashal Plaitan, Lloyd Seitz. The Rameya continued and said, You now go out with these two items. Vimyotza, if you do go out, Chayel Chatz, Yachayel Chatz, Rameya. So Rabbi speaks about that and says, Poyta Bekavels, Uvus Sayachashal Plaitan. He says, Lashem Pot over here again, only because he's going against Rameya's sheet that says, Chayel Chatz. He says, You pot from Echatz. However, 
However, he would hold that it actually mutter to go out with it because a woman wouldn't take it off and show a friend. But we continue. Rabbi Lezer says, When did I say such a thing that you're allowed to go out with this? When this fragrance inside this type of a pouch. But if in this pouch there's no besom at all, even if it still has a fragrance, but there's no actual besom, then you'd be chayav to take out this pouch because then it's an actual master. You're not having any spice inside. Therefore, would be chayav v'chatas even if you're a blazer. That from this sheet of Rebbelezer we see that if someone takes out a food product which is less than a shear, but he takes out in a kli, that of the kli, and you don't say that the kli is considered a tuffle to the food. Now what are we talking about over there? We're talking that the dinner is that you're not allowed to take out food on Shabbos. However, there's always going to be a shear on the amount of something that you take outside. If you take out a gray grease of food, a dried fig of food, if it's less than a dried fig, if it's the din is that you're going to be potter. However, it seems from Rebeleza that you're going to be because of the kli. And you don't say the kli is tuffel to the amount of food that's less than the gregus. However, the question is that L'chayrit is a Mishnah in Hamatzniyah, in Sadakim Beis, that says over there, and it's a Stam Mishnah, there's potter even on the kli in such a case, even though it's less than a gregus. And how do we see that this is the sheet of Rebeleza? When there's no besom in this pouch, it's similar to the case where you have less than the amount of food product in a kli, and still and still Rebbe says it's chayiv. So you see, against that Mishnah, Tumar says no. Rebbe explains like this: Of course, Rebbe agrees to the Mishnah over there. We have some food product in there, therefore a kli is still considered tafel to food product that's in there. Over here, we're talking about a very specific case. We don't have any besom in there. The only reason why it has a smell and she may be wearing it is only because it has a fragrance because of the old besom that were in there. But since there's nothing in there, you can't say a kli is considered tafel to something that's not mamoshes, something that's only fragrance. And that's what Rebbe says, it's chayv and it wouldn't be any shaykhs to the Mishnah in Hamatzniah. The Gemara continues with a rest of the Amid, which will be Agata. It says in Amos, we're talking, Amos was saying what the Yidin did wrong. At that time, he says that that they anointed themselves with the best of oils. That they anointed themselves with balsam oil that we were just talking about, which we used to take away the bad odors. Must Rabbi Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael, this question, we know, when he made Xeris, not to use them after the Chobin, he said, you now use Bozmoel. If this is because of, of, of making themselves feel good, and it was the whole thing was tiny, then after the Chobin, of course we should make such a Xerah. So I'm according to you that you're saying that everything in this pasuk is things of tainid that they used to use and drink out of these basins of wine. We use lashon mizuke, which means like they threw it to each other. So it was a type of a kli, which was a very tall kli that they used to. Two people were able to drink out of the, out of the same kli and look like they were pouring it from one person to the other. The lashon of mizuke is lashon that they used to throw their kaisaseim, their cups, to each other, like they would juggle it from one person to the other while there was wine inside. So you should say that even that is, is going to be also. 
we know that's not true because of Rabbi Rav Huna, he went to the house of Reishkusa, and he drank in the and no one told him that there's a problem. Rabbi Rav Huna didn't tell the Reishkusa that they're not allowed to use these Kanishkin. Ella, it must be, call me the Ispay Tain of Ispay Simcha Gazrabbanan. The difference is as follows. When does the Tain end the Simcha, then Gazrabbanan? We know there's a difference between Tain and Simcha. Tain is like Oynik Shabbos, Simcha is like Silchus Yantiv. So there is a difference, whatever that is exactly, but there is a difference between Tain and Simcha. So when you have both, then there's a Xerus Rabbanan. That's when the Rabbanan will hide the Rabbi Hudam Ababa. However, I'll meet the Ispay Tain, like this case of Plaitin, which is a Tain. But for Ispay Simcha, there's no actual Simcha. Like Gazrabbanan there, the Rabbanan didn't make a Xerus. We just explained Amas Parag Vav, Pasik Vav. Now we're going to explain Pasik Dal. It says, Hashem Amit Hashem, that they used to sleep on beds of ivory, that they would stretch themselves out on beds or on couches. So, what was so bad about that? That they used to go to the bathroom and urinate in front of the mites while they were not wearing clothing. The main point was that they were, it was a little bit disgusting that they were Mashtinim Mayim, and that's Lashon Suruach from the Lashon of Mesrochim, which is foul, it's disgusting. So the Gemara continues, Ravo. Ravo said, this doesn't make sense. If so, because of these things, you're going to go out to Gauls, at the head of the people that go out to Gauls, it might not be proper, it might be a little foul, but that's not a reason to go to Gauls. No, it's referring to people that would eat and drink with each other, couples would eat together, they would actually put their beds together, they swap out women between each other, wives. Therefore, they would make their bed disgusting with which was not theirs, and that's lotion of the sruchim. Even though it means stretched out, but it means seruach again from being foul and disgusting. We learned in a brayso. Three things bring a person to being poor to poverty. Like we said, and if a woman curses out her husband in front of him, so what are these? That's only talking when he turns his face towards his bed. So he's actually urinating towards his bed. But if he's turning the other way and he's facing outside, bless the bar, it's going to go much further than his bed and therefore the kiluach will spread out and it won't be a problem. Even if you're facing your bed, we only said it's going on directly on the ground. But if he uses some sort of a kli, then bless the bar, then that's not an issue. We're talking about someone that doesn't wash his hands at all. But if he uses exactly a Mayim, like Rashi says, he uses the element Mayim, going Mitzumtum, then there's no problem with that. It's not true. Now, of course, it's true that you can't use less than a Revius, and therefore it may be a problem of Aeneas, but doesn't, it's not true that someone, Moshe and Moshe, that there's no myla and there's no direct correlation between using more water and having Maya. I wash my hands with a full handful of water, and therefore I got a lot of wealth and a full handful of wealth, of good things that came to me, where it is a direct correlation. A wife curses her husband in front of him, a brother, 
Why is she cursing him? Because he doesn't give her proper jewelry. That's only talking if he has money to buy such jewelry, but he doesn't do it. However, if a person doesn't have that type of money, of course there wouldn't be a problem. And even if his wife is not happy about that, that would not bring him Lidei Aeneas. Again, we're going to explain the Psukim, this is now going in Yishaya, but Yom HaShem, HaShem said, that this is because the Benaistian, the women of Klai Yisrael, were haughty. Shem Hachas become his kufa. It means that they went with a stretched out body, which is Derech Gaiva. Next part of the passage, two years going, they went out with an outstretched neck, Shem Hachas Ekeb that they walked with their um, heel at a, at the top toe, at the big toe, which means that they walk with very short steps. So she said, that this way people would look at her. She went very slowly. Someone that has an outstretched neck, go slowly because they can't see where they're going. And they would place their eyes in a way that they would look. That they would fill their eyes with makeup and they would wink to their to men in order to get their attention or they've been rabbis to them in order to get their attention. So there's two reasons. Number one, Mesakris is lashing of uh, makeup, it's kukla, which is makeup. And also, Mesakres is lashing of sikh of habata, that they would make sure that the men would look at them. Haloyach v'tafoyv, that they would walk and it would be like they were floating. Shayim halchis arucha b'tzakzara, that they went where they had a larger woman or a taller woman next to a shorter woman because people would look at the taller woman, that was a way for them to get attention. And Rashi points out that all these things are talking about ashes ish, and they were all women that were married, and that was the problem. Of course, if it would be a basula, it might be a different halacha, raglein, ta'akas. The Gemara will play, explain Ta'akasna as a lotion of snake venom, like Rashi points, Vikarle Achas, Al Shem Matil that Nachas puts out his venom when the Nachash is in a matzah of Kas and Lash of Anger. They used to place these beautiful spices and fragrance in their shoes. When they walk in they got to men, they would step on their shoes hard and therefore they bring up a Tisalem and the spices would come out and spray onto these Bachrim. And therefore would make on the Bachrim a Yetzirah like the venom because in a uh, snake that is angry. My point is saying, what was the premise of these women? Instead of Bissam, they would have decay. In the place that they would put Bissam, and in place of her belts, that they made a belt, so they had these beautiful belts, they became bruised. In the place that they would make themselves beautiful under here, the women became bald. Which is bring someone to rejoicing, will be a place where they will wear sackcloth. That in place of beauty, you will have denigration, you'll have something that's disgusting. The that these women got tzeras. How do you see that? A lotion of Saras, because it says, even though over, over here it's actually spelled with Sasin, and over here Sapachas is with the Samach, but it's the same lotion referring to Saras. That the Damnidas became much after the Choban, and they start pouring out like a 
pot, the Chalomah Shinasu Pischein Kiyar, that the Mokam Ervo became like a forest, that they were overgrown with here, Rashi says in Spalosa, Vinimastas Latashmi became disgusting to be Mishamish with the women. That the people in Shlaim were Anshishachas, that they spoke in a disgusting way in a Lush of Gaiva. And all the next things that we're going to say, even though they sound like proper things that we're talking about, that we really be Muramis to Znus, like we'll see in the Gemara. How do you satisfy yourself? Referring to was fine bread or not fine bread? Referring to basula or baula. goodly, and we turn to Did you drink white wine or black wine? Referring to a woman, was she light complexion or darker complexion? was the bed wide or narrow? Was she fat or was she skinny? Like Rashi says, was she Was she beautiful or not? So all these things were referring to this, like we explained. The wood of Yishlayim was always cinnamon wood, which smelled very nicely. When they would light them up on fire and burn them, so it would spread around the entire itself and everything smelled good. But Mishnah Yishlayim, these special cinnamon wood was hit away. And there's only left a little bit like the amount of barley. It would be fine in the storehouses of this queen named Simsumai, and we will stop over here at the Mishnah.